Hello everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Yeehaw Tom Pipkin, my co-host Tom Walker, and we've got an action-packed episode of the show for you today because it is the EFL final weekend. Uh, it's the final round of fixtures in the Championship League 1 and League 2, so still a little bit here and there to play for. So we're going to pick out all our highlights from the betting from each of those divisions. But first, we're going to look at the Premier League. It's worth saying, Tom, the games this weekend are spread out all over the place. We've got Premier League on, on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday. We've got, uh, I think it's the Championship on Sun. No, the Championship's on Monday. League Two's on Monday. Uh, League One's on Sunday. It's, it's all over the place this weekend. Yeah, as are the kickoff times. And I think, you know, traditionally the, the AFL likes to give each division like its own segment, doesn't it? So all the eyes are on League Two, all the eyes are on League One and a champ. And of course, there's some guy getting an uh, expensive hat put on him uh, this weekend. It's also worth noting as well, because of the Premier League um, fixtures and just our kind of social lives, Brighton Man U is tomorrow as we are speaking right now. We're recording on Wednesday. So we'll do our best to to include that as well. It's just the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? There's just so much football, so many things on yeah. the line. Yeah, well, look at Brighton and Man U get featured twice then on this podcast mm, in, the same, yeah. in the same show. Very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are, as ever, sponsored by Matchbook.com. So please do check out the Matchbook Exchange. Uh, to get the best price on your football bets this weekend. All the odds we're going to read out on the show today are going to be taken from Matchbook. Um, so I guess, Tom, we'll go straight into said Premier League games, starting with tomorrow or Thursday night's game between Brighton and Man U. Then we'll look at Saturdays, Sundays and Mondays. Um, so yeah, Brighton and Man U. Brighton, the favourites, priced at 2.08, 4.0 for the draw. And 3.65 for Manchester United. Um, do you have any strong fancies? Because I'm not 100% sure. I feel like Brighton are really being priced up now. Like a, They're almost like a, a proper solid top four, top five, top six side, aren't they? The way they're being priced up here. Because Man U away at, at 3.65 is massive. It is massive. Um, yeah, for me, it's... It's definitely leaning towards Brighton. Obviously, United have got a lot of defensive issues at the moment. Uh, their back four against Villa was Dallow, which is fine. He plays normally anyway. Lindelof, who doesn't. Luke Shaw moved in centre-half, and he's doing pretty well, to be fair to him. And then uh, Malassia, who I don't know if he's good or bad still, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I think you know the fact that United aren't full strength at the back might open up some opportunities for a, a rampant Brighton team who, after that defeat to Forest, and we tipped up Wolves to get some at the Amex, they absolutely laughed in our faces, didn't they? <laughs> Just a bit, yeah. That, that one didn't turn out very well. <laughs> <laughs> you got to um, call a spade a spade, though. We can't just celebrate when we uh, pick amazing winners. we got to laugh when we say a team might be able to get some at, and they lose 6-0. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, anything that, that you fancy then? Sorry here, Bright, Sorry. Brighton 
leaning towards just nothing too strong. No, I'm I'm I didn't yeah, and I completely didn't read out what I wanted. Uh, I'm looking at Brighton uh 2.08. I think probably the smart money of both teams to score, but uh it is at 1.54. It's it's pretty tight. Manu's mm. away record recently hasn't been the best either, has it? Uh you know, it was only a couple of months ago, they lost 7-0 to Liverpool. Then, mm. you know, they, since then, they lost 2-0 away at Newcastle, beat Forest 2-0 away, and then uh, threw away a two-goal lead against Spurs away to end up drawing 2 all. So, they've not got the strongest away record, have they, really? No. no. Anyway, uh, let's move on to Saturday, because we get kicked off on Saturday with four 3 o'clock matches in the Premier League. It's worth saying, no other football on Saturday, no Championship League 1 or League 2. Uh, just the Premier League on Saturday. The first game we're going to look at is one that we find super tasty, and it's Bournemouth at home to Chelsea. And this is a Chelsea side who have lost every single game that Frank Lampard has been in charge in so far. <laughs> it's six consecutive losses in a row. Uh, and they're going away to a Bournemouth side, four wins in the last five. They're priced at 3.55 a Bournemouth to win at home against this hopeless Chelsea side. The draw is 3.6. Chelsea are 2.2. You know, I kind of gave away what we're thinking here in, in my little intro to the game there. But Bournemouth at 3.55. The run that they're on. Yes, safety is now secured for Bournemouth. Hopefully that doesn't mean they take the foot off the gas a little bit. But... You know, Chelsea are hopeless. They're so, so bad. I just can't see why Bournemouth in such good form at a price of 3.55. We'll lap that one up. Yeah, we will. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I think even though Bournemouth are safe, there is the, there's a, a, a little bit of motivation that you hope the players draw upon. So first of all, they can go above Chelsea with a win. Number two, Chelsea are the, the big bad enemy, are they not? They're everything that people don't like to see in football. Come, you know, owners come in, spend an unbelievable amount of money, try and win everything and try and kind of, you know, get to where they want to be in a short term, unsustainable way, casting aside managers that they, in quotations, believe in, blah, blah, blah. I got, I'd like to think, if I was a Bournemouth player, I'd like to stick it to Chelsea even more, even though my club's safe. So, yeah, we don't know what frame of mind Bournemouth will be in, uh, but I think the bookies will be either trembling or laughing their heads off on, um, um, on Saturday because they're either going to get pasted with everyone backing uh, Bournemouth at that price or Chelsea are going to turn it on and they're going to make a lot of money. Because I think a lot of people are going to get interested in Bournemouth. Oh, big time. So, yeah, I think if you are interested in Bournemouth, take the price whilst yeah. it's there. Because We I'm did it pretty... before we came on air. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I'm pretty confident that will shorten uh, before Saturday at 3 o'clock. Absolutely. Uh, we'll move into the next game then. It's a short price. It's Man City at home to Leeds. Short price for City, as you'd expect, at 1.19 for the victory. The draw is 9.2. And Leeds are 18.5. But of course, uh, the big talking point here is Sam Allardyce. Um, back in management, another firefighting job. 
Four games to go to save Leeds from the drop. Javi Gracia's got the sack after a poor run of results. <laughs> it's a baptism of fire for Big Sam, isn't it? Because surely they're not going to get anything from this particular game. Man City has scored at least three goals in their last seven consecutive home matches. Um, they've been blowing teams away, left, right, centre at the Etihad. I can see no different here. Um, but yeah, is, is Big Sam the one for Leeds, do you reckon? Or do you think it's going to be a bit of a car crash and kind of the, the culmination of a, of a bad season overall for Leeds? Do you think he'll see out the season? <laughs> Leeds are new Watford, are they now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm partially kidding. Um, yeah, I think it will end in disaster. Clearly, Big Sam, who came out and literally said that Arteta, Guardiola and Klopp have nothing on him and was deadly serious, uh, couldn't believe it. I think this is going to end in a car crash, to be honest with you. Man City and overs, as high as you can go. However... You know, the bookies aren't stupid. Man City in over 4.5 is 3.1. 3. Right. 3.1. That's bloody stingy, yeah, isn't it? Unbelievable. So I can see five for sure. Um, and I was hoping to get over 4.5 at a better price. But yeah, it's 3.1. I'll honestly probably just watch with a bit of intrigue. But uh, yeah. To me, this is only going to end in one way, and that's Leeds relegation. As a as a Forest fan, I'm delighted with this appointment. Delighted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving into the next game, then Spurs at home to Crystal Palace. Spurs are one point eight nine for the victory. The draw is four point zero, and Palace are four point four. Any strong fancies for you? Because this is one where. I just hate betting on Tottenham. Hmm. I hate it. If if I had to go for anything, it'd be both teams to score because Spurs have had eight consecutive league games be both teams to score. But other than that, there was nothing really here that that took my eye. One point seven six is the price for that one. I think there's such a dodgy team at the moment, Spurs. Yeah, both teams to score was on my radar as well. I'll I'll be having a little flutter on Palace. That's for sure. At that price, uh, they're just coming off the back of a 4-3 ding-dong against West Ham. Yes, it was at Selhurst, uh, and we've you know, we've seen them lose away at Wolves in their last away game. So, I just think they, the Palace go here with, obviously, they're safe. No worries at all. Go there with all their exciting attacking players and just put Tottenham under pressure early because... You know, Tottenham are going to come out with so much pressure on them to put a performance on for their fans at home. You know, imagine a goal goes in the first five minutes for Palace. Imagine the absolute anarchy in that stadium. Bloody hell. So, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be interested in Palace. I'll be having something on the nose um, at that price, probably just in a single. Uh, but I, I can't really turn that down with, you know, the amount of pressure that Spurs will be under. Yep, okay. Uh, feeling the Bournemouth Palace double coming on here. Ooh, lovely. Tasty. Tasty price one, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's about final... 13.7 to 1, by the way. That's it. Nice, nice. A little tickle on that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Other than that, okay, Wolves against Villa is the final three o'clock then. 3.1 for Wolves, 3.35 for the draw and 2.56 for Villa. I've got a gripe with Villa, a big gripe. Um, They're on such a good run up until they lost to Man U uh, last weekend. They'd scored in literally about 10, 11 games in a row and beaten in 10, 11 games in the league, something like that. I needed them to score against Manchester United to win about 250 quid. Mm. And they didn't, obviously. They lost 1-0. So they're not in my good books. I don't care how this game goes. Wolves against Villa. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm happy to back Villa still, personally. Um, I know Wolves have been decent at home. They've not conceded in their last three at Molyneux. Um winning every single game they beat Chelsea but obviously that's aging that's not aging well everyone's beating them beat Brentford and beat Palace but I think the step up from Chelsea Brentford Palace to to Villa right now even with that United defeat pretty substantial in my opinion so I fancy Villa to go there and get something so I'm tipping them up at 2.56 I completely respect Wolves but I do like what I see from Villa, and I'm, I'm not, uh, not put off by that United loss. Okay. Um, if I had to throw something out there, and again, this isn't the strongest tip for me this weekend by any shot, but under two point five at one point seven four. Yes. Um, eight of the last ten games at Molyneux in the league have been under two point five. So. They're often, as you mentioned, they've they've had a couple of two nils, one nils recently. That's kind of been the theme for a while now um, for Wolves at home. Lots of cagey tight games, often a goal or two either way, um, and it wouldn't surprise me if if it was decided either by a single goal or or one all or something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, finally, then for Saturday, we've got Liverpool against Brentford. One point five for Liverpool, five point three. For the draw and 6.6 for Brentford. Uh, Liverpool, yeah, on a good run of form, aren't they, at the moment? Winning again in midweek against Fulham. It's five consecutive wins in a row now. At Anfield, um, they're on a fantastic run, really. Uh, They've won eight of the last ten at home, unbeaten, drawing the other two games. And I think they'll win again here at 1.5. I know Brentford have picked up some decent results, Recently, uh, winning the last two against Chelsea and Forest, but you know Chelsea, as you mentioned, absolute basket case. Um, everyone's beating Chelsea at the moment, and then Forest. I, I feel like were the architects of their own downfall. You know, Forest leading that game until the eighty-first minute, I think it was, and uh, yeah, individual errors and a couple of potentially bad substitutions, you could say, by Steve Cooper ended up costing Forest uh, the game, and we managed to take defeat from the jaws of victory, really. I don't think Brentford really threatened too much um, in that game. But yeah, I think I think Liverpool will win. Anfield is a, it's rocking. They're on fantastic form there. I think it'll be fairly routine. Yeah, if you want to extend it, Liverpool and yes is something that I like at 2.86. When there's Ivan Tony, there's a chance. You know, this guy's got 20 goals in 32 games. This season is going completely under the radar, in my opinion. He's not getting anywhere near enough credit for that. Uh, he'll be the top uh, goal scorer on the pitch 
when they when both teams take to the field, no matter who is on. He scored more than Liverpool's top scorer, who's Mo Salah, with 18. Um, when there's Tony, there's a chance both teams to score and Liverpool to win. 2.86 is the extension uh, tip that I have. Yeah, okay, I could see that. I, what I would say, mate, is I don't think Tony will score this weekend. Why? Because, and I was, um, I saw, I saw this during the game at the weekend. Since the turn of the year, Ivan Tony has scored in alternate games in the Premier League. Um, he scored last week against Forest, which mm-hmm. means he won't score this week. <laughs> Fourteen games this run's going, been going on for, so oh. score one, don't. Score one score one don't score one so <laughs> bloody hell okay uh wasn't aware of that that's kind of like the uh remember the blackburn um run at the start of the season win one lose one win one lose one yeah 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 that yeah. went on for like 20 odd games didn't it so till they finally drew or whatever so yeah okay cool well if not tony then someone else <laughs> um, let's move on to Sunday then. We've got two games. The first one's at four thirty: uh, Newcastle against Arsenal. And I don't know about you, but I looked at this game. I looked at the stats. And I thought, crikey, goals! Yes, goals! Yes, statistically anyway. Statistically anyway, it says there should be goals in this one. Let me just read out a few of the stats. Um, both teams have scored in eight consecutive Arsenal games, and five of the last six. Newcastle games. Uh, six consecutive Newcastle games have been over 2.5 goals. Seven consecutive Arsenal games have been over 3.5 goals. Um, I didn't realise when I was looking at the stats and doing the research, seven games in a row that Arsenal have had both teams to score and over 3.5 goals. Mm. It's like pure entertainment, isn't it? They're yeah. not winning that many of them, but... Uh, <laughs> And um, yeah, Newcastle, they've won, what now, eight of the last nine games. But as we mentioned last week on the pod, you can often get them to win and both teams to score. Um, They won 3-1 last weekend against Southampton, which is what we threw out there as a tip. Blow our own trumpet a little bit there. But yeah, again, what what do you want to go for here? Overs, both teams to scores? Do you think it'd be completely against all the stats? No, no, no. Uh, both teams to score and overs for sure. Uh, and I think I'll, I'll go for Newcastle. I think we've seen Arsenal um, bounce back against Chelsea. But again, not to you know constantly repeat on this pod, but I just don't give teams that much credit for beating Chelsea right now. Like They're genuinely, what, maybe a third, fourth worst team in the league right now in terms of how they're performing. That, for me, doesn't do it. And then if you have a look at the away record for Arsenal, it is one win in the last five in all competitions uh, on the road. That was against Fulham when they beat them comprehensively 3-0. They're coming off that Man City defeat in the biggest game of the season, the West Ham draw, the Liverpool drop points. Yeah, um, I, I will be back in Newcastle. They've... Won 10, drew 5, lost 1 at home all season. Two informed strikers, yeah. Newcastle and both teams to score. Okay. And uh, finally then, 7 o'clock on Sunday, West Ham against Manchester United. 3.5 for West Ham, 3.95 for the draw, 2.12 for 
for United. Um, we've already said on this pod that we think United will probably lose to Brighton on Thursday night. Is it going to be two losses in the space of five days for United? I don't think so. I think they're too good for that. Uh, both teams to score 1.6. Moyes doesn't have the luxury of being able to shuffle his pack, does he, uh, for the Conference League games. They're, they're not safe yet, even though it's mm-hmm. it's looking likely. Um, so he'll have to go full strength here. Uh, yeah, both teams to score for me at 1.6 seems smarter. Again, Manu's defensive woes. Uh, West Ham definitely know how to find the back of the net now. Jared Bowen is is picking up Paquetta's kind of in and around the goals as well. Uh, yeah, for me, both teams to score seems smart. I'm not sure I'm ready to go with Manu at 2.12. It's ever so slightly short, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm kind of torn on this one. I watching brief for me here. Um, let's move into Monday then. Three games to wrap us up for the Premier League, starting with Fulham against Leicester. Two point seven eight for Fulham, three point six five for the draw, and two point six eight for Leicester. Um, I was kind of looking down the line of both teams to score here because neither of these sides can defend. Uh, Fulham haven't kept a clean sheet for nine consecutive games. Leicester haven't kept a clean sheet for 15 consecutive games. Uh, you won't be surprised that the price of both teams to score is quite short. It's 1.71. Uh, but yeah, that's where I'll be going for this particular one. Yeah, I had no particular um, result to tip out. Flirted with Leicester. Um, but yeah, I landed on both teams to score the same as you. Yeah. Um, okay, next then, Brighton at home to Everton. Brighton are short, they're 1.39. The draw is 5.6 and Everton are 9.6. Um, look, if Brighton are in the same form as when they played Wolves at home at the weekend, Everton are going to get hammered, aren't they? Um, you know, Everton in, played well. I, you, you know, you'd say against Leicester, ended up drawing to all. Um but yeah, you know, at this stage of the season, they, they kind of need to start getting some wins on the board because they've not won away from home since it's not even on my bloody... <laughs> I'm looking at the fixtures here. They're away fixtures in the league. I can't even see the last time they won a game away from home in the Prem. It's, it's beyond October. 1.39 is crazy. Absolutely crazy. But yes, I agree. Brighton to win comfortably. Uh, okay, and finally then, the biggest game of the weekend, save till the end, Nottingham Forest at home to Southampton. 2.1 for Forest, 3.7 for the draw, and 3.85 for Southampton. Um, are you confident? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen enough over the last three games um, to to see that Forest can bring it together in almost like a cup final kind of night. It's going to be under the lights. All the fixtures would have been played. Forest will know exactly what they need to do. And no matter what everyone else does, it's going to be to go out there and get a win. Um, let's have a look at the last couple of games, shall we? Played against uh, Liverpool away. Lost 3-2. Should have drawn that game. Uh, horrendous defending from Forest. Uh, a 3-1 win over Brighton at home. Missed a penalty, went 1-0 down. 
This is off the back of no wins in 11. Managed to rally back and get a win at home under the lights. Went away to Brentford. is an absolute crime that they didn't leave that game with at least a point. Should have been all mm-hmm. three. Very comfortable, if not incredible, uh, for long spells. It, the bar was low, but there's signs of improvement. With Southampton, they've got, you know, they've got the they've got it in them to spring a surprise, that's for sure. They've got some decent players who can cause some damage. But this is all about Forest, really. Uh, I think Southampton are as good as gone, aren't they? Um, so, yeah, this is all on Forest. And I think the fans, the cup final atmosphere, will bring three points home for the mighty Reds. Yeah. I, I hope you're right. I think you will be right. Um, yeah, it, it'll be a vital three points, won't it? Um, and yeah, sure it's, absolute, it's absolute. It's absolute must win. The... You know, yeah. that, that term gets thrown around a lot, but Forrest's map to Premier League safety has to include three points against Southampton. It absolutely has to. And I think if they yeah. fail to get three points, they are they are almost nailed on, I would say, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, let's just take a moment just to talk about Matchbook and then we'll dive into the Championship League 1 and League 2. Yeah, we're massively appreciative of the support Matchbook has given us all season long and continue to do so. You can head to matchbook.com, check out all the latest promotions and their great website and basically have Matchbook become your new day-to-day bookie or weekend to weekend uh don't really like betting through the week that much but yeah weekend uh bookie so yeah check out matchbook.com yeah okay let's move into the championship then um shall we set the scene first before we start Mm, yes there's not a hell of a lot left to play for really is there um automatic is locked up there's just two playoff spots that remain, so fifth and sixth, currently occupied by Coventry and Millwall. Coventry on 69 points, Millwall 68 points. The chasing pack are led by Sunderland on 66 points. Um, so both of those sides could, uh, in theory, not win this weekend and still secure the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, then down at the bottom, it could actually be all over by the time this weekend rolls around because because Huddersfield would play at home to Sheffield United on Thursday night. Um, if they get a point or better from that particular game, then uh, they'll be safe and that will relegate Reading without Reading even playing. So that'll mean Reading, Blackpool and Wigan are all down from the Championship this season. But that is uh, dependent on, on Huddersfield getting a point or more. If they don't, We've got a cracker of a game in store for us on Sunday because Huddersfield play Reading and <laughs> Reading would need to win in order to uh, to guarantee their safety for the next season and relegate Huddersfield at the same time. So what a cracker of a game that will turn out to be hmm. if, uh, if Huddersfield don't get something from the Sheffield United game. But um, anyway, what would you like to talk about in terms of uh, the championship this weekend? Well, if the pod goes out, on Thursday, I want to talk about Huddersfield Town. You kind of set me up there. Um, yep. Sheffield United, obviously, um, 
have been pretty good, haven't they, since uh, since clinching automatic promotion. They beat West Brom and Preston, two teams, playoff aspirations uh, at home consecutively, 2-0, 4-1. Um, I just think away from home is the motivation as strong, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Huddersfield, I'm just thinking, Tom, if you have a look at all the Huddersfield managers, uh, sorry, all the championship managers, and you have one game, like a cup final, like this is for Huddersfield, and you can pick any manager to motivate that team for one game, forget, forget kind of patterns of play and long-term strategies. We're talking a straight shootout. It's one game for somebody to get a team set up and get a result. Warnock's got to be right up there. He really has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he really has, and he can seal it, and he can they can get it done, and I think that's what we're going to see. I think we might see a Huddersfield win. Um, Huddersfield, as you said, Tom, they're priced at three point one. Uh, in terms of the double chance, uh, I'm just loading that up, even though I should have it to hand because we've been doing this pod since 2017, and I still haven't figured. <laughs> Figured that out. Double chance is 1.52. So a good ACA booster there. But uh, yeah, I think Huddersfield will get it done. Sheffield United is the motivation there away on a Thursday night. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's have a look for me at the playoff picture. Millwall at home to Blackburn. Uh, I'm going to go for Millwall at 1.89. A win guarantees Millwall the playoffs. Um, I think they can do it. They're not in the best of form, to be honest. They've only won two of the last five uh, in all competitions, home and away, just at home. The stats seem to be exactly the same. They won two of five, no matter which way you want to slice or dice it. Um, they're playing a Blackburn side, though, who are generally really struggling. Um, they've not won for nine consecutive games in the championship. So on no sort of form really whatsoever. And even though Blackburn have the incentive of if they win, they will overtake Millwall and potentially get into the playoffs themselves. I just think they're in such poor form at the moment. I've got to go with the home side here. Uh, mm. We know what a fortress their home ground can be. Um, an intimidating place to play as it as it classically goes. And with Blackburn, yeah, on a really bad run, Millwall knowing a win will get them into the playoffs absolutely guaranteed. I think they can go and do it this weekend. Okay. So, I like the final game of the season because you can get some absolute ding-dong affairs. Yes. Beachy teams rolling up, maybe a couple of academy lads giving a game, and it can just turn all, you know, fun in the sun kind of thing. So, I've got a couple of games where I feel we could get some goals and get some action. So my first one is QPR, Bristol City. Neither team can defend. QPR can't really score, but Bristol City can definitely score lots. Um, QPR are safe. They've got Ainsworth in the dugout. QPR hero, they're at home. And Bristol City just going to carry on being like an absolute basket case like they have for years and just you know, not get anywhere near promotion, basically. So, uh, I'm looking at over 4.5 goals, no result Oof. attached. It's 4-1. to one. So, 
very interested in that. I think this has a good recipe. I just looked at this game and it just gave me straight kind of 4-3 kind of vibes, you know? <laughs> I love this. I, I feel like, because you've made a good point, it's one that I was going to raise as well, that this is a stage of the season now, last game of the season, find the beach teams, find the ding-dongs. I reckon, and this is just completely me just going off on a tangent here and throwing a wild card out to you. But I, re- I feel like as we go through the leagues, we've not planned this, but we should find a ding-dong from each league in the EFL. No problem. I've got a ding-dong in every league myself. So, yeah, not there we issue. go. So, so these can be the, that can be a ding-dong treble at the end. Ding-dong well. right. So we'll do ding, yeah. ding dong treble and the actual result treble. Yeah, that yeah. would be fancy yeah, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounds good. For a bit of fun. Love it. So do you have any more ding dongs for the champ? Oh, uh, you don't have anything else? No, this is a bad league this weekend for me. <laughs> okay. Burnley Cardiff is my next ding dong. Reason being, Cardiff are safe. Nobody cares anymore about what's happening. Burnley at home, last game of the season, champions. Cardiff are bad. Like, let's get that out there. They're they're not good. I'm going for a slightly less of a ding-dong, but over 3.5. It's priced at 2.75, so it's really tight. But I think this one has good ding-dong vibes personally mm-hmm. i can just see yep. benson cutting in and scoring the iron robin goal over and over and over again <laughs> yeah i could definitely see this one game this game being a uh, a ding donger as well yeah i um, mean if you're looking for some stats to back it up right we're having a look at cardiff right now they've kept one clean sheet in 10 so there you go and they've scored in Almost every single one. They've scored in uh, nine of ten as well. So they love ding dong in anyway. And they're going to go up against uh, a Burnley team that's one of the best teams we've ever seen at this level. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. Let's move into League One then. So League One is being played on Sunday. All games kicking off at 12 o'clock lunchtime. Um, just to. Give a bit of lay of the land here again. Automatic promotion is sewn up by Plymouth and Ipswich. There's only one playoff place to play for, and it's a shootout between Derby and Peterborough. Uh, Derby on 76 points, Peterborough on six. No, Derby on 76 points, Peterborough on 74 points. So they're the only two sides who can seal that final playoff place. And then in terms of the relegation picture, uh, it looks like it's going to be. Uh, two from three. So Forest Green down already. Accrington, not mathematically down, but their goal difference is so bad that they're practically down. And then Cambridge, Morecambe and MK Dons scrapping for one final safety position, uh, currently occupied by MK Dons on 44 points. Morecambe on 44 points with the worst goal difference and Cambridge on 43 points. So it's tense down there. It's Mm. tight. It is tight. Um, it leads me to my first tip for this particular division, and it's Cambridge to win. If there's a team that you could pick 
to play this weekend. It would be Forest Green, surely. Bottom of the league, been terrible pretty much all season. Cambridge at home to Forest Green. A win is absolutely needed to give them a chance, really, um, because they're already in a points deficit to MK Dons and Morecambe. So they need to win this game. Um, yeah, 1.5 for Cambridge to do so. I think they will do, um, but it's not a massive price, you know, I guess considering the stakes for Cambridge and the need to win, that's why it's not a big price. But yeah, they should get the job done here. You say Forest Green are the perfect opposition. What about a team that has lost six consecutively, haven't won their last seven and have lost the last three at home? Would you be interested in playing them? Because that's Exeter City. I would, yeah, I would. That, yeah. That's, yeah. Morecambe, yeah. Tom, you just read it out, but I'll reset the scene. Currently, they're in the last relegation spot on 44. MK Dons are one above the dotted line on 44 as well. Uh, basically, Morecambe have, have got a match. Uh, no, they've got a better what MK Dons do. If MK Dons win, it's all over. So Morecambe have got to win uh, to put the pressure on at least. So that means they're going to go for it early. They're going to go for it pretty hard, I think. Uh, Carl Stockton has just absolutely turned it on just when they needed him to. He's only got nine this season. And I think about five of them have been scored in the last month. And it, he's at it again. Mad headers, volleys, goals from long range, tappings. Like he's one of my favourite players in the EFL. He's so bloody good. And he's like this big burly man. He looks like a like a <laughs> he looks like he's like from Game of Thrones or whatever. Right. And he's part of the, the Baratheon house or whatever. But he, he's so good. And he shouldn't be as talented and as creative as he as he uh, as he is, but he he's a phenomenal player, and I think he's coming in uh, to form right at the perfect moment. Of course, they've also got Jensen Weir. Let's uh, let's not forget him. He's got ten from forty-one from an advanced midfield uh, position this season, and I just see them going away at Exeter, who are just the most beach team. Ever. They packed their bags weeks ago. They couldn't give a monkeys about what's going on here. So 2.7 for Morecambe, like I am lapping that up all day long. That's a huge yeah. price. Yeah, that was one that I was going to read out. And yes. I agree, that price is brilliant. And we said it before, often, and we saw it with Cambridge, often when you get a team that needs something from a game, and they're playing a team who is on the beach or who has nothing to play for, like Exeter in this occasion. The team that needs something is usually very short in the odds. We see it with Cambridge, very short. They need to win against Forest Green, who have nothing to play for. Morecambe need to win here against Nexus side with nothing to play for. Yeah, And they're, they're the outsiders. Mm. 2.7. It's, it's mad. It is mad. Um, again, another price. I think if you like it, take it because I think that'll go. Yeah, for uh, for Sunday rolls around. Absolutely. Um, I have uh, one more. It's a both teams to score or a win and both teams to score. Depends in depend on how you want to go for it. So it's Fleetwood against Ipswich. 
both teams to score here is 1.95. Uh, for Ipswich to win and both teams to score is 3.1. So Ipswich have secured promotion. Uh, the incentive is still there to win because I'm sure they'd want to win the League One title. On top of that, they they need to um, to bet a Plymouth result in order to win the title and get if they win they'll get to 100 points as well. So there's that aim. Fleetwood nothing to play for. However, they are they're not too bad at home, um, and I go for both teams to score because they have got a good goal scoring record at home. They scored in 12 of the last 13 games at home. So whilst that comes amongst a, a mixture of wins, draws, losses, they do regularly at least find the back of the net. And um, I think they can do so again this weekend, but ultimately come up short against this juggernaut Ipswich side. Is somebody at your door, by the way? No. Because this, I found another ding-dong. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Oxford and Accrington Stanley. So, paint a picture for everyone. Accrington Stanley are 99.9% League 2 club for next season. They mm. need to win. Hope MK Dons and Morecambe lose. And for there to be a 14-goal swing in their favour. They are going to go hard and early here. They're, they've got no other choice. They're playing against an Oxford team whose defensive record this season has been pretty shambolic. Um, I just think narrative-wise, an Oxford can clearly get some goals. You know, they've, they've got the fourth worst home record as well. Like, it's just, it's a perfect storm for a ding-dong affair. It really is. Oxford are safe, they're at home, they can relax. And Accrington have no choice other than to throw the kitchen sink. So we're going over 4.5 goals at 5.0. And if you want an extra little bit of value, if you want one more goal, Matchbook will give you double the odds at 10.0 for over 5.5. Think about it. That's 3-3, three, 4-2. Three, Something like that. That could happen. It could happen. It could happen. That really could happen. 10.0, 5.5. Smarter money's probably uh, on over 4.5 at 5.0. Well, even look at 3.5 if you want to be a little bit more cautious. And the odds are still, you know, you're 2. getting... 2.62. Yeah. It, you know, that's that's still that's still not bad for, you know, a ding-dong travel. I just think that's absolute ding-dong, to be honest with yeah. you. That's the one yeah. I picked out. Yeah, I'm happy also with that. little little uh, banana skin. Really not sure if it's wise to be back in either Derby or Peterborough this weekend. Both teams playing uh, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday, sorry, and Barnsley respectively. Both had their playoff positions um, uh, confirmed, and we kind of know who's going to be playing who don't really know what they're going to do when it comes to shuffling the pack. So just be aware of that. Yeah, well, I won't be back in Peterborough anyway because they're so dartboardy. Yeah, and Derby because they're so bad on the road. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, uh, let's... Any more, sorry, or shall we move into no, no, no. League 2? No, League 2. 
Okay, well, we're back to Monday then for League Two. So, League Two is 12.30 on Monday. Um, we have the small matter of a promotion spot up for grabs here. It's going to be either between Northampton or Stockport who gets that final automatic promotion place. Northampton currently hold it. They're on 80 points. Stockport on 78 points in fourth position. Uh, Leighton Orient and Stevenage already up. And then in the playoffs, um, it's kind of all secure. Mansfield can get in there. Um, they're three points behind Carlisle, Salford and Bradford. They're all on 75 points. Mansfield on 72 points. So Mansfield need to win and need to win fairly well for the goal difference um, and hope one of the above slips up. So, um, yeah, that's all to play for. Uh, relegation is confirmed. Hartlepool down, Rochdale down. So, yeah, that's all we've got to play for in League 2. Um, you want to get us started with where you like? Ding dong. Ding dong. Right. Hello, goals are at the door. <laughs> I'm going to set the scene again. Northampton, last season, were in the driving seat for an automatic promotion spot. All they basically couldn't have happened is Bristol Rovers to win 7-0. And Bristol Rovers won 7-0. It was the team chasing them at home against an already relegated Scunthorpe side. So, one year later, what do we have? We have Northampton in the third spot. Hanging on to it for dear life. Who's chasing them down? Stockport. Who was Stockport playing at home? Hartlepool. This is my ding dong. It's going to be a little less generous on the odds because the bookies know that Stockport have got to go for it. I'm just wondering. I'm having. I had a look at the Northampton team from the last game of last season compared to the last game that they played this season. There's only four players that are new in the starting eleven. Everyone else was was there last season. So what happens when Stockport go one nil up in the first five minutes, and Stockport go two nil up, and etc. etc. Right? I'm starting to think that the ghost of 2022 might come back. Stockport mm. over 5.5. Not sorry. Stockport versus Hartlepool over 5.5, both teams, is 8.0. So I think the last one I read out was 10.0 for the same market. So it's a little skinnier, but I, I do understand why. Uh, Stockport to get a win, Tom, I think it's fair to say, at 1.2. And then to absolutely obliterate Hartlepool. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was I was going to say this game uh, on the nose is is tight. It's one point two for Stockport's will on the nose, <laughs> uh, for the reasons that you said. You know, they need to win to have a chance at automatic promotion. I think you can comfortably go into the handicap minuses here, um, minus two, minus three. That's four point seven five. Minus four is nine point five. Yeah, I think Stockport could could score five or six here. Yeah. I really do. Um, and I also think Northampton will bottle it. Oof. I, I think, I think they will fail to beat Tranmere. They're away at Tranmere. 
Tranmere are a decent side at home, you know. I think partly the ghosts and the memories of last season for Northampton may still be scarring like like you touch on. But yeah, Tranmere are a decent side. They've only lost two of their 11 games that they've played at home so far in 2023. Um, so they've got a decent record. And I, I don't know whether Tranmere will win or it will be a draw. On, you know, I'm not quite sure on that, but I just don't think Northampton will win. I don't have any confidence in them doing that whatsoever. If they don't win and Stockport do win, that means Stockport go up. So mm-hmm. a draw isn't good enough for Northampton. They have to win if Stockport win because Stockport's goal difference is so superior. Um, I just don't think they've got it in. Ding dong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's next? Not a lot is the answer there. Um, no, it's not, not an awful lot of fancy. Maybe Mansfield if you're going to chuck some it out because they need to get a win to get in the playoffs. They're priced at 2.1. To win away at Colchester, and that's just literally a case of needs must. They need to win to have a chance. So above evens might not be a bad shout, but apart from them, nothing else for me here. Yeah, that was <clears throat> excuse me, that was my last one. Uh, Mansfield super dartboardy, super dartboards. You can't trust them at all, but they do need to get it done. Colchester have got a sticky home record, six wins. Nine draws, seven defeats. It's not a uh, easy place to go, and I feel like Mansfield might be a bit limpy as they uh, as they go into that one. So not sure, but it was the last one I had. And Tom, I just want you to know that we have closed the book on League Two regular season matches for the season twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three, and it feels great. Good bloody yes. riddance. Get in. Get it. It was hard this year. I love League Two. It's nothing to do with the quality of the league or anything like that. Just it's been no. a pig's ear all all season. Yeah, it's been horrible. Rubbish. Horrible. Horrible league. Rubbish. Uh, see the back of it. Okay. Um, do you know? Uh, across a couple of sports books, they've already started to price up next season's um mm. League Two promotion odds. Uh, oh. Wrexham are already un- under evens to get promoted from League Two oh next season. God, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. You've really gone already. Oh, it bothers me. You know it does. Also, um, what is going to be exciting is soon enough I'm going to release the uh, outright, well, like the outright predictions. So at the start of the season, remember we ca- we came out and said. This team will be good. This team will not be good. Blah, blah, blah. So yep. I'm going to release that to the public on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast, and see how well we both did. Well, there's a self to follow us on social media, if there ever is one. Yeah, true, true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I can't quite remember what I predicted. <laughs> all, all I remember is my proudest thing, and I hope it comes through, is I predicted Coventry to finish in the top six. So. Mm. I'm really hoping that comes well, back. Even though they're on a negative point. Were they started ne- no, they didn't start on negative points, did they? They started well behind because they didn't yeah. play a load of games. And, the, and they, should, they should make it. They should make it. Yeah. But anyway, let's have a look at last week's treble. It agonizingly lost by one team who had everything to gain, but it didn't quite work out uh, the way that they wanted it to. We had Plymouth 
to win and secure promotion. They did. They won 1-0 against Burton, uh, but that's fine. Whatever. We had Coventry to beat Birmingham, cement their playoff spot. They did, 2-0. Then we had Sunderland to beat Basket Case Watford at home to put themselves in the driving seat on the last day. And they drew 2-2. Fuming with that one. Mm. Yeah, serves them right that they might miss our playoffs then for costing that travel. Mm. Um, so for my side of things then, I will go through the trebles for this weekend. Um I'll go through the ding-dong treble first that we've kind of just talked about during the show and then we'll go through the to the main result Love win outright. Um, so I've been compiling this ding-dong treble whilst we've been speaking. I, I've i gone for over 3.5 goals just to keep it a bit more realistic, but please go higher if you want to go higher. Okay. The returns are still good. So it's over 3.5 goals in Burnley against Cardiff, Oxford against Accrington Stanley, and Stockport against Hartlepool. And that's just over 16 to 1. Um, so 17.14 is the exact price for those three teams to uh, all have over 3.5 goals. I'm into it. That's fine with me. And then as for the win outright treble, we're going to go for Bournemouth to beat Chelsea, Cambridge to beat Forest Green, and again, Stockport to beat Hartlepool. So lots of eggs in a Stockport basket, but we're, <laughs> we're very confident they'll win. <clears throat> that one pays 6.06. So £10 example stake would return, what, £60 and 60p on that one. Nice. Nice. Well, it's been a long show. So I think I'm with uh, Brighton, Manu tomorrow. I think it's best to shell fancy football till the following week. Um, so obviously uh, lots going on there and we'll recap that next week. Uh, but follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. As I said, uh, there's going to be a recap on the outrights. Everyone loves highlighting the uh, the good and the bad from me and you, Tom. So people will be able to see all of our cock-ups and all of our uh, celebrations mm-hmm. as well. So Please follow us, help us get to 3K. Yeah, can't wait for that one. <laughs> mm. Yeah, anyway, cheers, guys. Good luck for the bets that you do put on this weekend. Let us know what you're going for. And if you do get any winners, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs>